Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 140 with your host, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We're back, continuing our Season 3 commentary series with Episode 310, Trisha Tanaka is Deada. Wow, spoiler alert. Yeah, no, she's she's totally dead. I thought Trisha Tanaka was going to make it to the end. I know, you know, well, it being our favorite character and all, uh, <laughs> you know, from the pilot, um... <laughs> Following the adventures of Trisha Tanaka has really been the highlight of my loss experience. <laughs> Mine too, obviously, it goes without saying. Anyone who listens to this knows that. I mean, yeah. it was amazing when she, what did she do? All those amazing things. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> too many to list. <laughs> um, for some reason, I can't think of a single thing she ever did, but uh, it was all incredible. There was so much incredible things after another. Uh, and it was kind of a shock to announce in the episode title that she was yeah. dead, you know. Well, it made me not believe it. I thought it was going to be like a fake out. Yeah, yeah you're right. Those lot, They're yeah. so tricky, you yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. That's how you bring yeah. the viewers back. <laughs> Trick them with the title. <laughs> you love tricking them. Kill off their favorite character, <laughs> but not really. Yeah, right, the so, original title was Jack Shepard is Dead, but no one believed that. <laughs> yeah. No one cared about Jack, so it wasn't a good title. <laughs> Jack. All right, yeah, so I remember this episode being um, really sticking in my mind as a weird episode and particularly yeah. a, a weird season three, like kind of defining, helping to define season three. Definitely, yeah. Of where they just... They just, I don't know, I don't remember a lot about the episode, so I don't know, but it was just, like, some of the stuff they did was so, like, oh, this is what Lost is now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think for me it was, um, you know, it's a Hurley episode, uh, mm-hmm. so therefore it's lighter, you know. Yeah. Um, they're not going for anything, like, numbers none of the crazy hurley stuff is really here yeah um and it's kind of like heartwarming which is strange um i think i think at the time i found it kind of like uh what's the right analogy like um like mouthwash or something that's not the right one let me try again uh uh anesthetic yeah, it, like a like a palate cleanser, you okay. know. Like after Stranger in a Strange Land, I mm-hmm. you know my feelings about Lost were kind of in a bad place. It was like, oh my god, the show is like way off track. Like, what the hell are they doing? Like, I yeah. love this show, and now it's like, get me some paper is the most exciting thing <laughs> <laughs> that's happening. And, uh, I think with this, it wasn't a great episode. It's very unique in a way. Like, they don't do a lot of episodes like this. In fact, I don't think there is another episode like this. Mm-hmm. Um, the closest one to this that I can think of that they do later is Some Like It Hoth. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I think that's the closest to, even still, it's not this because, it is tied into the mythology and there are some dark things that happen in that episode, which is actually even a little bit true here, but this one's lighter overall. Um, and I think 
it was sort of refreshing just hanging out with the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, you know, the characters I liked and having them, like, do things that were entertaining to watch. Like, that was a good change for me uh, from the previous episode. Like, it, the previous episode felt so, like, dreary and pointless and boring. And at least this was somewhat entertaining. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so that's why it felt like a good, like, let's wash away last week because it's completely different from last week, you know? So mm-hmm. I think I appreciated that aspect of it. It was a good transition because after this, if I remember correctly, we go to Inner 77. Yeah. And so then we're back to The Good Lost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so it's sort of like this is a bridge between the bad and, like, where season three starts to turn around. Yeah. And like, yeah, I agree. This is this is this is the turning point. I think we're past the worst episodes. Yeah. Uh, and then we started getting into the the better episodes of season three, and then the you know the end. The end of seasons are usually pretty good. Which is totally. It's I mean the ending is spectacular. I would definitely say like we have to go back. Is probably I mean. If it's not the greatest moment in the show, it's got to be top three. I mean, that was a huge ending. Yeah. I think they struggled to top it, you know? Like, anything that happened later, you know, was competing with that, I think. Yeah, for sure. You know, it beats, like, a shot down the hatch and Walt gets taken. It beats, like, the others take Jack Hay and Sawyer and the hatch imploded you know, even showing Penny, I think it beats. Because it sort of one-ups that, you know. It's like, uh, yeah, not only are there people off the island, but our characters are off the island. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's, it outdoes that. I think season four is a spinoff of this, of that ending. Because season three, we find out there's someone in a coffin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> season four is, it's locked, spoiler alert. Uh, and then, uh, season five, the bomb, pretty good cliffhanger. Probably that would be second place. Yeah. Um, but, but close enough to this. I think that's probably the closest they got to like that level of like, oh my God, what happens next? Yeah. You know, it created a great sense of intrigue. I think they struggled in season four to break out from that, but. Still, that moment was, uh, you know, that's why I watch TV. Yeah, I don't want to get sidetracked here, but you mentioned <laughs> Lock in the Coffin, and I just wanted to reiterate uh, that we mentioned this before about how awful it was that they go through that whole thing and bring Lock's body to the island and right. only to have Man in Black impersonate him. Yeah. And I just wanted to say again, like, it would have been so gratifying, this idea that Lock wanted to be a hero, he wanted to be one with the island, but, like, he couldn't do it in life. But they bring right. his body back to the island, and then he could be a ghost on the island, and then he can, like, do things and help people. Mm-hmm. And he could have had that, like, triumphant ending and death. Yep. You know, like, God, that would have been so satisfying. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. back to this episode. <laughs> I totally agree. And they teased us with that story, and, like, that makes Man in Black even worse. You know, that yeah. he... He actually makes you, not just the characters in the show, but he makes the audience think that Locke's dreams are being fulfilled. Yeah. You know, and that's like, I feel like that's the shittiest thing he does to us as viewers. 
Yeah. You know, like, how dare you, like, not only take his form, but, like, shit on his dreams. Yeah, I agree. It, 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 it's, it's really huge. a call for. It's like, there was no need to go there. Yeah, like, he took it a step <laughs> far. Like, you, yeah, it was enough. It was enough what you did. Like, yeah. you really didn't need to take it that far. I mean, plus, you know, uh, that, but, you know, this is coming out of the, his death was so horrible. Right. You know, that it's like he got, he got, he got a horrible childhood, a horrible adulthood, a horrible yep. on island, pretty much horrible on island time, uh, a pretty horrible off island time and death. Yeah. Then when he comes back after being dead, oh yeah, he doesn't come back after being dead. Right. Cause he's dead at the end. Cause he's dead at the end. <laughs> and he, he gets a fairly crappy afterlife where he doesn't even know what's going on. And right. Just, yeah. Ugh. And gets none of his questions answered. None of it answered. No apologies. Well, uh, again, did Ben apologize for killing him? He did. Okay, okay. He did. That, that's probably the only thing he did get. Too little too late, I might say. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good scene, but yeah, it's it's way too little, way too late. <laughs> yeah, literally too late. And yeah, that was after a whole, oh man. Anyway, that is a huge sidetrack, but... Yeah, but so anyway... It will come up again, don't worry. Oh, so many times. <laughs> We're going back there. But I gotta go back. But I do think, like, uh, season three, like, though it has what we've just sat through and this and, like, some of this really weird stuff, like, they did, they did bring it, they did bring it back at the end in a big way. So anyway. Yeah. I was just thinking about what, what the crappy episodes were at this point. From this season? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's further instructions. Yeah. I think that's, like, that's got to go on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, Every Man for Himself wasn't very good either when we rewatched it. I think I liked it more at the time. When yeah. we rewatched it, it felt kind of pointless. Yeah. Um, I do. I do was not spectacular either. I mean, at least, like, events of of high drama happened. I guess that's the saving grace of that episode. Um, and it was the segue for Not in Portland, which was good. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it did have some good drama. But you know, now that I think about it, I think this stretch right here with Flash of the Four Your Eyes, Stranger in a Strange Land, and this, Trichitak is Dead, is like a really weird run of episodes. Yeah. Like, Lost, it feels like Lost is just completely, there, none of these episodes are like a normal episode. Yeah, for sure. You know, they, they, it's like they've gone, they've gone, it's, it's, it's almost like, and I'm sure someone said this at the time, they've <clears throat> jumped the shark. <laughs> Jump the Dharma shark? And like the show's irrevocably different now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they've gone. Well, it seems like they're definitely trying things. I mean, Flash Before Your Eyes is definitely them trying something yeah. interesting. Stranger Strange Land is just, we ran out of stuff. Right. It's Jack's, it's Jack's turn for a flashback and we ran out of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Trichinok is dead is, I think, uh, a similar vein of, of, uh, let's, let's, let's do something with Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying something. They yeah. do at least tell us something about Hurley in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, is, has a little more content than, like, how I got my tattoo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you want to jump to the episode? Let's, let's, let's go for it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, everybody, get your players ready if you're going to sync up with us 
for Trisha Tanaka's dead. <laughs> we'll find out how she died. Maybe. Give a send off to everyone's favorite character. All right, let me know when you're ready. All right, I am ready. Okay, I am almost ready. All right. Here we go. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. No previous year, I'm lost. You don't need any context for this episode. <laughs> I always took that as a bad sign. Yep. Like, that means this is going to be some weird bottle episode that doesn't matter. Exactly. Which I think isn't quite true for this episode, but um, uh, what is true is that what happens in this episode continues to matter later. But maybe you don't need to know that much going in. Yeah, I think I previously would have given you a false context for this. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we don't. Come on, slide behind the wheel. Fire this up. Well, Cheech had to appear in Lost at some point. I like that they're both wearing wigs. Yeah. Yeah, his wig is really wiggy, man. Yeah. But yeah. He has to have the curly hair. I was going to say, he's got, like, curly Sue wig. Yeah. Or, like, uh, no, that's the wig from Annie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember this. I remember this. Yeah, this it's is horrible. It's supposed to start because the hope makes the car yeah. go. This is why he's so superstitious. Fill it up because with Because he thinks the real world is, is dependent on what you feel. Yeah. And if you right. feel like you're cursed, you're cursed. You're right. You're right. I never realized that. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me because he's teaching such a horrible lesson. I'm like, why? If he's teaching this horrible lesson, how is this going to affect him? And I'm like, well, yeah, he's going to believe in this weird mumbo jumbo. What about the road trip? I remember thinking, like, this is really fucking abrupt. <laughs> Like, this is the first scene we've seen with Hurley's dad, and he's yeah. leaving him. <laughs> like, he, like, he has a tender moment, and then he walks out on him forever. I'll be back before you know Well, that's why, that's why that lesson was so important to him, because it's yeah, the last right. thing his dad taught him. You're right, you're right. But I was just like, really? Scene one? He leaves? Yeah. And he was preparing to leave. He came out with that bag. He knew yeah. he was going to leave. You're right. And that's why there's a new carburetor, because he hadn't got time to get a new carburetor. Yep. 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 But that's just crazy. Tender moment. Bye-bye forever. Like, Who wow. leaves like that? It's crazy. It's totally crazy. She's in the X-Files. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was weird. She plays a similar character. Oh, and this is his food issues, too. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's how that starts. Oh, man. That's so deep. (laughs) You know we've said it many times, but here it goes again. These characters all have daddy issues. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they pack all that in. That's a lot. That's a lot. Wow. His superstition and his food issues all in one scene because of his dad leaving. Yep. Now everyone's freaked out. 
with them gone and what happened to Echo? What happened to Echo? No one knows what happened to Echo. <laughs> Early, are you talking to Libby? I'm pretty sure. Didn't they say like a boar killed him or something? Yeah. <laughs> it was some weird excuse. Man, I've been scared most of my time here anyway. Except when I'm with you. God, if he was talking to a jar of peanut butter, it'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Except when I'm here with you, peanut butter. When I'm licking you off of a leaf. Exactly. <laughs> I know what love is. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, Libby's great, too. Whatever. Sure, sure, sure. See you in the afterlife, honey. Yeah. I got peanut butter to eat. You know, you know who, who, who can't get shot? Peanut butter. <laughs> Dude, you okay? You know who doesn't get shot and leaves me forever? Really? Peanut butter. Because you kind of been moping the last. Not, Michael shot the peanut, peanut butter too, okay? but it's still here. It's still here. <laughs> What's your excuse, Libby? <laughs> Desmond <laughs> said I was gonna die. He, he told me he has these flashes before his eyes. Vision. Yeah, something about his eyes. I always die. So this is the part where you tell me it is ridiculous. Don't be daft. <laughs> I'm is not that also... British, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Right. Never use the word nutter. I think it might be my fault. <laughs> I've literally never said those oh. words. I'm kind of cursed. Death finds me, dude. Oh, God. Not Vincent. Oh, God, he's got death. <laughs> this is a crazy death. opening. And it's like, not only is it arm, it's got a, it's got a rabbit foot with the yeah. key on it. Yeah. Here, Vincent. Come here, Vincent. No, I have to lead you to where I got it. This, this just feeds your Vincent conspiracy theories. This, that was so Man in Black. Yeah. If I'm not back in three hours. Yeah, that's three hours. Why three hours? That was how really do you know how far it's gonna go? Yeah, that makes no sense. Vincent! He's like, okay, the place is an hour away. I might be there for thirty <laughs> minutes. It's an hour, uh, hour and a half back. Vince is like leading him. Like this is yeah. weird, man. No dog would ever do this. No, no. I feel like even the dog actor was like, I'm supposed to do what? Yeah, yeah. My, my character's not believable here. <laughs> yeah, what's my motivation? <laughs> oh, the arm was backwards. <laughs> they they switched it up. The arm was the wrong way. Yeah, you're right. Over here. Like, no dog does this. Yeah. But Harley was right. Death found him. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. You don't even know what it is yet. I know. I know. You barely saw it. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a bit of a leap, Harley. But yeah. Okay. Uh -oh. oh no! Lottery. A 
untold millions falling into your America lap. fell in love. What would you do with all that? <laughs> single scene. One such lucky the shortest love affair <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm Trisha Tanaka with Hugo Reyes, winner of a record $114 million outside Mr. Cluck's Chicken Shack in Diamond Bar, which will be having its grand reopening tomorrow. So, Hugo, I think the question on everyone's mind is, why did you buy Mr. Cluck's? Uh, I like chicken. Um, also, with us is uh, <laughs> Hugo's former boss and now employee. Oh, Randy! That's probably every working stiff's uh, fantasy, isn't it, Mr. Reyes? Why is he awkward on camera? Um, okay, so uh, he's just a shy guy, I guess. Not like that normally. Actually, I've kind of had some bad luck. Oh, is he just sad about uh, the numbers or Grandpa something? Tito died of a heart attack, and the first house about my mom burnt down. My yeah, maybe Johnny this is just setting up. My girlfriend Starla. Oh, this guy All this bad stuff. Okay. Cut. What the hell was that? It's a puff piece, Mr. Reyes. Do you know what that is? Like Cheetos? Yeah. <laughs> puff piece? Sorry. <laughs> like Coco? Um, uh, do you Coco Puffs? Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he can. I mean, he's just superstitious. You know, the rib. Is that, uh, what's his name? Okay. That's Randy. Randy Nations? Yeah. yeah. Fucking Randy Nations. I forgot about him. Okay. Me too. That's Greg Nations' brother, right? Yeah, exactly. on the fryers? Those fryers are stone cold. All right, we don't even start cooking until tomorrow. Oh, God. And then pan through the... What the fuck? Wow. Yeah. That, that might almost be the most random thing on the show. Yeah. Like, it's at least in the top five, like, the most random things. And by the way, they would have all been dead. So, uh, yeah. There'd be a huge crater right there. So Jacob slash the island did that? Or what are we supposed to think? <laughs> I was I I think we're supposed to think it was just a random occurrence. And Oh, right. I forgot about the real answer. Yeah, this is the real answer, which is... It was I was the one level before, which is the, like, what I thought the answer was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. It's just well, random and Hurley is going to misinterpret Give meaning to it. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Did you check behind the powdered milk? Oh, no, we're back to these people. Oh, wow. They're on the show, too. Oh, right, Jen's learning English. From now on, I will only speak to you in English. It's better for the viewers. <laughs> yeah. Your viewers are primarily Anglophones. <laughs> you need to understand that, Jin. Jin, say it. Anglophone. <laughs> it's a very important word. Car. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I found a car. Tipped over in the jungle. <laughs> so it's like I was excited when there was a boat, but uh, yeah, we can't drive a car off the island. No. Why do we need to start a car? Why did you wait to tell us before you started it? Why did you run all the way over here and not just start it yourself? After everything that's happened, we need it. It's like the golf, guys. It is exactly like the golf. Especially you, Charlie. <laughs> Ouch. Run. 
Gotta get some. Gotta bananas. Cut. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That's the best excuse for anything ever. <laughs> gotta cut some bananas. Wow. Anyway, the, 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 the number one fruit that doesn't Who's eat coming? cutting. When Paulo blows you off to cut bananas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Oh, yeah, right. Jim's going just because he didn't understand. You have no idea what you volunteered for, do you? <laughs> Yikes. Are we there yet? Oh, and Sawyer's going. We are where I think we are. No, no, no. Oh, Sawyer's not there they're, yet. Sorry. They're heading back from their journey. All right, all right. I don't think I saw him in that scene, right? They're, yeah, they're not even there. Yeah, we don't have Carl. I think they mean they don't have Jack. I know. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, where's Carl? And who is he? Yeah, first of all, who's Carl? Why is it dark? Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, why is there a dart? Is that, is that Rousseau? I thought you said three. Yeah. Or is that the others? The worst part. I thought I would spare you. I think pulling it out's the worst part. Um, I I thought it was maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Did they talk about it? You know. Why are there darts? <laughs> Why aren't they talking about the darts? Yeah, like cheese guys. They do this a lot, though. The next, yeah, the next scene he steps on a bowling ball. It's like, why is there a bullet? Nobody cares. (laughs) Laura Engel used to ride on this little chalkboard at school. You call it Little House? (laughs) I had mono when I was a kid. I missed two months of school. We only got one channel on my trailer. What are we even talking about? Good question. (laughs) America wants to know. We ain't talking about nothing. So that's how it's going to be. Welcome home, Sawyer. What? I don't know. What happened? They had a... There was a problem there. It was weird. Don't worry, Sawyer. One day you'll forget her face. (laughs) Yeah, if, if you only knew... <laughs> oh, I remember this was great. Yeah. Everyone's here except wait, where's Jack? Who are you people? <laughs> where's Jack? <laughs> yeah, see, these are the red shirts that are all gonna die to the other's arrow attack and no one's gonna care. No one's gonna but care. But they all seem so excited to see Sawyer and Kate. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Yeah, these moments are my least favorite on the show when it's just like half slow motion with music. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah, they do that. It doesn't usually work that well. What happened to you? I uh, almost got hit by a meteorite. <laughs> you know, another day at the office. <laughs> oh, Ugo. What? Mr. Clucks got hit by a meteorite. Technically, it's a meteorite. Or an asteroid. No, it's a What's meteor. the difference? Uh, the difference. Meteors are in space. When it comes to the Earth, it's That's a meteorite. Oh, okay. sorry, no. I think it's a meteor when it's landing. It's a meteorite when it's the rock after it lands. Oh, okay. It is a meteor. Okay. 
It was an accident. It's not an accident. It is a curse. There's only one way to stop it. I have to go to Australia. Again with Australia. That's where the numbers came from. Lenny, an institution? He told me. So Hugo, Hugo, <laughs> I can prove that's where they that came from. Not, not really. They heard them on a boat. Come You're on. wrong. That's where they came I, from. I have to uh, yeah, that's kind of a shortcut. That's not really hey. okay. Fine. Hugo. <laughs> Hey, I got my real hair. I remember this also bothering me. The idea that, like, this was going on during the time of Numbers, and they didn't tell us. Wait, what do you mean? What was going on? Like, the events of the episode Numbers where... Wait, real quick, can, can we just say that this is Ben's dad? Oh, yeah, this is Ben's dad. This is where Ben murdered him. Yes. And left him there. FYI. <laughs> and we have no idea at this point. No one's thinking, I bet this is Ben's dad. That would be a total crackpot theory. Yeah. yeah. That no one would believe. Because you'd have nothing to go on. We don't even know Ben was in Dharma. So, yeah. like, dude. It would be insane to believe that. Yeah. Okay, what were you saying, though, about that scene? So, like, the episode Numbers is about how Hurley plays the numbers, wins the lottery, gets bad luck, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? We saw in that first scene at uh, uh, Mr. Clux that a lot of the stuff from Numbers has happened. The house burning down, oh, yeah, Tito yeah. having a heart attack, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, and he's talking about going to Australia, which is what he does in the Numbers episode. Okay. So they're setting this stuff with his father, the later stuff, the scene we just saw, at the same time as the numbers. Oh, I see. Oh, so it's before the numbers. Before some parts of the numbers. It's before some parts of the numbers episode and after others. It's just inserted. Oh, yeah. They'll have us believe that in scenes we didn't see in numbers, his dad returned home after, like, what, 20 years or something? Yeah. Like, I just found that preposterous. Like, really? You didn't tell me that before? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I just didn't really... But then, like, the... Story... Oh, but we didn't even know about the dad, right? Well, that's true. But still, that it just seems too momentous to have not mentioned it before. Yeah. You know? Like, it feels like a retcon. Which it yeah. is. What the hell's my stuff? Well, but they're also... You know good and damn well what uh, I had books, food, uh, porno, what's the word? scotch... Uh, Fleshing out his character. Right. That Yeah, that is what they're doing. And sometimes that involves a retcon or two. But still, yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason for it. They use the you fact that that's when he comes back. But, yeah, it just sort of bothered me. It's like, I feel like you should have you should have told me that earlier. Oh, I got it. Yeah. We're going to tip it up? Crafty. Crafty? It's physics. Yeah, crafty. It's like... When you're good at crafts. <laughs> Never mind. Hey, that my stuff. What are y'all doing? Dude, you didn't see this? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, Snuffy. It's good to see you, too. That would make Sawyer Big Bird. Damn, y'all found yourself <laughs> You're right. <laughs> How you doing? Good to see you. Look at that. Somebody's hooked on phonics. All right, Sawyer, we get it. You watch TV. <laughs> you see that, right? <laughs> <laughs> the doc. They still got it. Okay. 
It's okay. What? Jack's gonna be alright. We all are. What? They still got Jack. It's fine. Yeah. They don't want to. They don't want to dwell on that. Wow. But that was such a heavy, ham-handed way of like getting past that. Yeah. It's just like no, no, no. I'm not gonna hear that right now. It's fine. It's fine. Shut up. We found a car. I'm happy. He sacrificed himself so we could escape. Now Saeed's on the case. Yeah, I love it. Look at him walking fast. Yeah, when he walks like this, you know he's gonna jump. Took off and never looked back. Do you see any other boats? No, but something tells me they didn't give away their only one. So they can leave the island. I don't know, John. There might be a time barrier. Is that where they live? We escaped with one of them, a kid named Carl. He said that they live on this island. He could have taken us there, but Sawyer let him go. Why? You're gonna have to ask Sawyer. Kate, where are you going? I don't care what Jack said. They've got him and we have to get him back. I owe him that. So I'm going to get help. Help from who? Whom? I don't know, Log. It's someone who's not in this camp. It's someone who's not an other. Can you guess who it is? Yeah, there's not really a lot of possibility. <laughs> yeah. Now, it would be so great if she went to go wrangle Smokey. And they, they cut to a scene where she's, like, riding him off the back, and she, like, charges over to the island. Oh, my God. I said I would bring help. Hugo found them in Bennigan's. Now they are our butlers. <laughs> I don't know if their job before was better or worse. <laughs> At least at Bennigan's they got to wear some flair. It's true. You're acting like he never left us. Like he hasn't been gone for 17 years. 17 years. Up, are you at least a little suspicious? I showed up because your mom called and said you were in trouble. What? All this numbers and curses. Ooh, I Man, she's been in contact with him? I thought you needed a manly influence, a father to get you to stop this. He's the one who started it. Yeah, that's true. The only reason he's back is because he wants the money. Oh, now that hurts. Oh, <laughs> now that hurts. There's going to be any money. Oh, great line. Ah, Mr. Tron, Lady Tron, your services will no longer be needed. <laughs> Here's a roll of money. Trust me, I'm doing you a huge favor. Wow, only what a rich asshole. Yeah. And you die, or worse. What are you doing? Getting rid of it. All of it. The money, the houses, the livestock. Livestock? No, <laughs> your father is staying. I don't remember the livestock. His dad's a horse's ass. <laughs> What's been 17 years? By the way, that's the most anti-Jesus thing you could ever do, that's is cool. have a solid go Jesus. Yeah. No! And wasn't there a thing about worshiping idols? Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. It should count, but yeah. Yeah, it counts. Hurley's totally regressing. Yeah. Still there. I can't believe it. He's safe. I never put the carburetor in. <laughs> Just to spite you. <laughs> yeah, him saving that car was a symbol of his childhood dysfunction that his dad would ever come back. Yep. Oh, 
Vincent was there this whole time? Yeah, Vincent's been hanging out. He was like, let me get in there. Yeah, I know. Damn. You got me, dude. Looks like those Dharma freaks were building some sort of dirt road. Woo! No, sorry, I keep looking at the map. There might be clues. I know, I remember. Screen captures. Oh, yeah, if we just stare at these maps, we'll know all the answers. Oh, so that's, so the, that whole map throwaway was just an explanation of why they have a car. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally what it was. the car now. Engine blow up. I heard engine. Speaking English, I wouldn't understand a word you're saying. Just relax. We're good. This will work. And he still thinks he can start the car with hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it never worked, Hurley. That's the story of your entire life. Is it doesn't work. Oh. <laughs> not paying attention to his life. Not at all. It would be crazy <laughs> if that worked. Come on. How many times does it have to fail before you give up on that method? It seems like the whole curse part of his life should have proven that it doesn't... I, I, but I guess I guess it's still part and parcel of the same idea, though. The curse is just the other side of the coin, of the magical coin. Yeah. Maybe even two, it's probably poisoned by now. Skeletor seems to like it. That might be the funniest shot ever. Yeah, that was a classic. She knocked a beer on Vincent's head. God, wouldn't it be great if he saw him in the 70s? Sawyer's like, one day I'm going to knock this on your head. But it'll be in the future. Oh, God, they do meet him. Yeah. That's weird. That is so weird. But you have to. Well, can't you try, dude? I mean, we got to get this running. Hey, leave the man alone. He's right. No fix. Take a look at that mess. <laughs> no way it's going to get running. Uh, right. Just for the record, actually, I guess there's some dispute about when the purge happened. But depending on when it happened, I think it might have been even after Rocky Five. Mm. Like, if it happened in 92, I think that's either really close to or after Rocky Five. If it's 86, then then it might be Rocky 3 or Rocky 4. I'm not sure. I'm not that good on my Rocky trivia. I don't know if anyone cares, Come but on, that pops in my head. Get up. Come on. Rise and shine. Hit the deck. Come on, we're burning daylight. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Earphones. It's for the noise. Oh. Well, your mother's a very passionate. Oh, good. Yeah. That is disgusting. Come on. We're going on an adventure. Let's go. I'm not going anywhere with you. Look, just do this one thing with me. If it doesn't work, you can go to Australia. I won't stop you. Okay. What one thing? You're going to break the curse. This is stupid. Just give me a chance. Yeah, so I remember this scene really bothering me. Mm -hmm. This woman comes back in the flash sideways, if I remember correctly. Oh. I think you're right. She's, I think she's working at, like, uh, an agency that Locke goes to or something like that. Yeah. To to find a temp job. But it hasn't brought you happiness. Which is really strange. Of all characters to bring back. But I remember, like, being annoyed that, you know, they've already done the psychic thing. 
the numbers are mystical and the way they play the scene i mean again now that i think about it actually this is totally something they would love to do but it totally mocks the whole thing Mm mm-hmm Great tragedy. Like, there's, a, she's about to, like, go, like, mix up a batch of, I don't know what. And, like, it's, the, when she cracks the egg what? is when, like, I realized this scene was completely yeah. silly. Yeah, yeah she's, she's telling him everything he wants to hear. Yeah. War is coming. Did you say war is coming? Please. More is coming. Oh. Like, what? <laughs> there's a war coming. <laughs> but it can be removed. Like eighty percent of the people who come to see her have a curse they want lifted. So this is she's just playing Hello, the game. Hugo, I need you to remove your clothes. <laughs> yeah, this is when it's like okay. Yeah, that's the first sign. It's weird. Now here's like, here's where it really goes over the top. <laughs> it must be exercised. That's it. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> oh, she cracked an egg. Yeah, I wasn't buying it. My dad put you up to this? What? Hugo, please. I'll give you a thousand dollars right now. <laughs> he carries around a lot of money. Yeah. are not subject to bribes. How dare you? Ten thousand. Your dad put me up to it. Mm. Yeah, what do you want? I do this for money. Curly could have said five thousand and she... He didn't need to go that high, but I guess it's like he doesn't care. He just wants to know. Yeah. Help who? But yeah, like, I but almost you know, wanted to buy into it, but it just, it sort of makes a mockery of the whole idea of psychic yeah. powers. Well, and it makes sense that it was fake. But you know, what's right. interesting is, Hurley's dad is actually trying to do the same thing he did to him as a kid. Yeah. You know, he's just trying to give him a framework and have him convince it that it's true, because that's all he did as a kid. Right. You're right. What are you doing over there? I'm praying. For what? Help. Well, hell. He's help praying right for there. help that they can start this car, but he's not praying for help they'll get rescued off the island? Yeah, that's really weird thing to get invested in. But there's his help. There's his help. Hey, Beer's hey, always help. Stop moping, come on. <laughs> I'm moping. I'm thinking. Like I'm not moping, I'm mooping. It's British. So get up and come with me. That car found, we're getting it running. What's the point? Not a car, it's a van. Ow! What'd you do that for? Snap out of it. Stop feeling sorry for yourself because someone said you're gonna die. <laughs> what a great lie. It is dangerous. And there's a very good chance that you will die. You're supposed to convince me to come with you. It is. But if you don't die, then we win. But if you do die, then you lose. <laughs> He's not going to really say that. Suck for me lately, and I could really use a victory. So let's get one, dude. Let's get this car started. Let's, <laughs> let's get, get this car started. started. Where's Pink let's when you need her? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that Sawyer and Jen are just like, we're going to sit here and get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's our big plan. I like to think they had, you know, this is like their bonding scene. And then in the 70s, they got to hang out together. Yeah. Yeah. They've come a long way. Oh, definitely. But like, this seems like a reasonable thing to do in a way. Yeah. 
Yeah. Fact. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's something now, Sawyer would actually want to help him with. Yeah. Because Sawyer loves language and words. Totally. And <laughs> yeah. He's probably like the most Wrong, linguistically sophisticated character on the show. Man. Yeah, for sure. Touche. See, he just proved it. Yeah. Jiminy Cricket doing here. We need Jiminy man. Cricket. Another man for what? Push this car, dude. Push it. Push it where? To the sky. We <laughs> <laughs> great early just point up. <laughs> We're gonna fly off this island. <laughs> That brings up the question of the uh, the the epilogue. The new man in charge has uh, has Hurley in, oh, in, yeah. in one of these vans, and there was speculation about how the fuck they got these things off yeah. the island. Maybe they do fly. Yeah, I think either either it flies or it hits eighty eight miles per hour and it's <laughs> time traveling. <laughs> yeah, that sounds plausible. Oh, this is gonna be real good. Why is Vincent hanging out with? It's like a boys' day. <laughs> it's yeah, it's weird. Aren't people looking for that dog? Oh, no one's around to care about the no, dog. No, no, no one cares well, anymore. Mm-hmm. I'd really like you to leave. Sadly, your mom called me about the lottery. <laughs> he, I think, no one cares about him until Rose and Bernard adopt him. Yeah. I can't believe the mom called him and told him about the lottery. Yeah. I thought it was he saw on TV and then he just came to... That's, that's what I would have thought, too. But, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I guess he's saying she called me to tell him you about the curse thing. Right. Not specifically that he won the lottery. Right. I'm here talking to you now because going to Australia is not going to break any curse. You don't need to leave. You just... You need a little hope. <laughs> Again with the hope? Mm-hmm. You know what I think you should do? What? I think you should give away the money. All of it. Every to me. <laughs> Just give it to me. Save enough for a, a carburetor. And my new house. The blocks and make that road trip to the Grand Canyon. And then buy the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> and fill it with all my money. I'll send you a postcard from Sydney. Hey, I'll, I'll be here when you get back. Because I'm not young anymore. I have nothing else to do. Seems like that are tricky because it's determined what he has to do. Yeah. So you can't feel him making a decision. Like, he has, he has no option, yeah. Exactly. And then on the way down, I'm going to pop the clutch and get started. You see those rocks? All you're going to do is crash into those real fast. If you don't roll over first. Early. No. <laughs> Early, no. <laughs> Come on, just push me. This will work. I know it. Well, what are you out here for? Yeah, Jen comes a long way. Mm-hmm. Into that shotgun. Well, it's your. She's like, what is this shotgun? 
let's give them their ride. Let's give them their ride. Give them a ride. Oh, 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 this is Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Victory <laughs> or death. Matthew McConaughey, like, could play Sawyer. He totally could play Sawyer, yeah. He'd be a <laughs> fun Sawyer. Never really thought about that. Push! There's a universe out there where uh, yep. Matthew McConaughey was Sawyer on Lost. Yeah. Probably looks too much more, too much like Jack. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, they're dying. This is that episode where they both die, right? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's a weird ending. The fan flips over and burns. It explodes, yeah. I remember feeling like they kind of cheat these shots. Like it looks they like they're do. way closer to the rocks. He's hoping. Yeah, they hit them now. They hit them now. They're already dead. Yeah, no, they should be dead. It starts flying. Come on, please fly. <laughs> I've seen this episode, but please fly. <laughs> it, it almost feels like it should fly. Like, how yeah. else can get out of this? Just by swerving. Yeah. That's what Vin's dad was listening to when his son cast to death. <laughs> son of a bitch. It's like, I guess we care? Yeah. I mean, like, their enthusiasm is infectious, but, yeah. like, it's totally pointless. Like, It's fun they, to watch them enjoying themselves, but... Yeah, yeah. like, it's, 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 it's like, I did this. Yeah, this was all because of me. Oh, man. Then they run out of gas. What are they going to do then? I need to at least get a bone for this. Well, he did have a bone. Oh, you're right. It was just Rogers. I already found my bone. Rogers' bone. This is the second episode in the row they've done this. Yeah. He's got a flower for his son. This is that slow motion music thing. He got more beer? He got more beer. How much beer was in there? A lot. Roger was a big alcoholic. I guess so. I brought you a flower. Thanks, Jen. This island's full of flowers. Great. <laughs> I'd rather Get out of your way. I didn't bring you jack shit. <laughs> oh man. Sorry's like I got all this beer for myself. I brought me still being alive. Yeah, this is, right, this is the end point. Like, oh, he's got no one to come back who to. Who I got to talk to? Kate done left. <laughs> now, where's Vincent? Is he in the car with early? Yeah, probably. Yo, what are you going to do now, Hurley? Driving gets boring after like, a while. Drive in circles until the gas runs out. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess it'll maybe never start again, right? Yeah. Although, I think he does start it again, famously. Yeah, well. 
<laughs> Charlie's telling lies. Yeah, and then we ran into a polar bear. <laughs> but who am I kidding? Nothing happened. <laughs> you know how it is. I'd love for Sawyer just to vomit right now from that awful fear. <laughs> oh, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 20-year-old hot beer is not good. <laughs> it really shouldn't be. Trapped in a net. Uh-oh. You know what nets mean. Yeah. But yeah, I think anyone, anyone who follows the show has already guessed what's about to happen here. Yeah. <laughs> this was a bit of a surprise. Okay. If you were looking for help to find Jack, why didn't you ask us? Two reasons. You don't know where to look. Oh, I remember having a really long conversation about this exchange. Why do you want to go on another trek across the island, risk more lives just to get Jack back? You're wrong. Oh, really? Then why didn't you come Not out? Not about the motivation, just about knowing where to look. We got a compass bearing, and I'm pretty sure if we follow it, it'll lead us right to him. Huh? Because of the way the sunlight hit Mr. Echo's son, huh? was buried. <laughs> what? Ah. Yeah. So now you know our secret. What? There's <laughs> a compass that's going to lead me to Jack? It's all right. It's safe. Yeah, that's insane. We're just here to talk. You can come out. And why wouldn't they be motivated? Yeah, I want to talk about that. Okay. After we survive this uh, shocking reveal. Mm-hmm. You mean lay shocking reveal. Because <laughs> she's French. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm your daughter. I came to ask for your help. Wouldn't that be great? She's like, I'm Alex. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. There were a theories I'm along those lines. Camp. I mean, they look alike. They do. Yeah. She's just like 10 years too old. Makes you think I have an interest in helping you. Oh. Well, you were almost right. Because they had me, and they would have never let me go. Probably would have killed me if I hadn't escaped. And the girl who helped me escape. She was about 16 years old. And her name was Alex. I'm pretty sure that she's your daughter. Nice. Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, we knew it, so it's a little less, uh, less impactful, but... But I believe that's the first time they've spoken that on screen. Yeah. Someone's actually said, that's actually Russo's daughter, Alex. Even though I agree, we all knew. We knew, like, in season two, when she rescued Claire from the medical station. Yeah. That goes way back. But but still, there was something satisfying about it. And I think bringing Russo in, bringing Saeed in, even Locke, the story is going in an interesting direction. Yeah. Like, I'm, all right, let's follow a random compass bearing that you found on Echo's stick. Because, because of the way the light hit the stick? Yeah. What? It's insane. It's literally insane. Wow. Like, yeah. I don't know what they're thinking. 
But still, though, I'm like, yeah, this is the stuff I want to watch. Yeah, no, I got to come back next week. It's like, yeah, because they're getting a team together. Yeah. yeah. I, it was such, it was so refreshing to see Saeed, like. Definitely. Because when he's, when he's presented with a problem and, and he gets a chance to like investigate, like that's so interesting. Yeah. I, I, and I really felt bad about his, his like season six shit, like, cause that's, he was really great until then. Yeah. Uh, until, until he died and then that whole crappy back and forth between is he, mm-hmm. is he claimed or Wait, not or what yeah. that even means. And they, they, they kind of muddled the end of his story there. Extremely. But. Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh God. Yeah. I've been claimed by the smoke monster, but then Desmond told me that, that, that I should not be. And so I stopped. So I stopped. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I I I want to like that story. I like the idea of that story. I just don't like what they actually did. But I agree. Like at this point in the show, um, you know, Saeed is always a an exciting presence. Like because he he gets things done. He's no nonsense, and he's capable, and he's entertaining. Like it's it's a good package. I think. I think really he, he lost it when he left the Island and started becoming a hitman for Ben. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was the first big downturn for his character. Yeah. I mean, I was fine with that storyline, but that's sort of the start of him going down this weird path that leads to him, um, being quote unquote claimed. Like the whole idea at the end of the series is like, you know, can he redeem himself? Like, is he too evil or something? You know? mm-hmm. And I think if they hadn't had the Ben storyline, he didn't need to go in that direction. Yeah. So what did you want to talk about with the, right. that last scene? So I want to talk about this lot because I remember having like a long conversation about like now it seems really obvious, but weird. So like Kate says, oh no, okay. Syed says, uh, if you're gonna, if you're looking for help to find Jack, why didn't you ask us? And Kate says two reasons: you don't know where to look, and you're not motivated. <laughs> and then Locke says you're wrong. And then and then Kate's like, oh really? And Locke says, not about the motivation, just about knowing where to look. Compass yeah. bear, blah blah blah. So like, I remember at the time, like I didn't want to believe that they weren't motivated to look for Jack, but now it's clear that is what they mean. And uh I find that really weird. Oh, it's super weird. Like, why, why would you admit you're not motivated to finding one of your people? Yeah, like, we're not motivated, but at least we know where to go. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, well, she says, and I, and you don't know where to look, and you're not motivated. And I don't blame you. So she's saying, like, I don't yeah. blame you for not being motivated. Uh, why would you want to go on another trek across the island, risk, risk more lives just to get Jack back? Uh, to get Jack back. Yeah. Like, they're always risking their lives to do things. It's so weird that, like, what did Jack do to them recently? Yeah. To where he's expendable. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. It's like, wow, they just don't care. And, and, like, they're not motivated at all, but they're gonna follow this random compass thing from the light hitting a stick, yeah. and that's the big solution? Like, you know, that's a desperation move. That's something I would think you do if you, if you would do if you really were motivated, but you didn't have any idea where to look. But it's yeah. the other way around! 
Yeah. It's like, that's, that's so strange. I'm, Maybe, yeah, I feel like the motivation and knowing what it looks should be tied together. You know, it yeah. should be, it should be, we don't have motivation because we don't know because where Because we don't know where to look, yeah. Yeah, if we knew where to look, we would have the motivation because we'd have hope that we would, could succeed, you know. Cause I mean, I mean, maybe that's just what they're getting at. It's just badly worded. Cause it does make sense. Like, if you don't know where to look, then you're just gonna be trekking across the island and, and with, with, with a false hope that you could even find him or, or run across him. And, and that's, a, that is, that is, that's not something that's rational to do. Like, if you don't know where to look, then why would you just start going into the jungle and, uh, risking running into the smoke monster right. and the others and all this stuff? But if you do know where to look, then you should be motivated, just like they always do when they have to go find somebody or do a trek mission. Like, they, there's a reason that they have motivation, you know? Right. Yeah, and that's, that's what's weird. Like, his line is like, no, we're not motivated, but yes, we know where to look. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just, that's just a bizarre combination. Well, then it's like, okay, now that they have, they know where to look, then are they motivated now? I right. mean, it seems like they're motivated now. But he says, no, it's true. We're still I not mean, looking. I agree. That's what he says. <laughs> but I feel like they have to be motivated. Right? I agree. I agree. And that's why I remember at the time we had a long <laughs> check the archives, guys. We had a long discussion where I was trying to defend that that Locke is motivated because it made no sense to me. But yeah. like reading the words, it's he says they're not motivated. I feel like what they mean, they don't mean motivation. They mean like hope, uh, hope. I don't know what the word is, but when you when you hope that you can succeed in something, yeah. Uh, was there a word for that? Uh, 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 yeah, I know what you hope. mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, like like I feel like they you know, I think they're trying to use the word as in uh, uh, motivated that the outcome will be good mm-hmm. or something, you know, like. But yeah, it doesn't make any sense that that they're not motivated. Uh, yeah, they. I mean, they or, or they did. They no didn't way. have motivation, but they do now. Right, right. But but I mean, she Kate phrases it in the present tense. She says, "You are not motivated," and yeah. he agrees that she's not wrong. And so it's like, well, but she wouldn't say two reasons. You don't know where to look, and you were not motivated because she hasn't been convinced he's mo- they're motivated yet. Right. Like she's she's referring to the past, even though she's talking in the present. Right. So that's just a weird I language, language barrier. But yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, they they they. I don't think the show was trying to tell us Locke and Saeed could give a shit about Jack. <laughs> I I agree. I I want to agree with that. It's just like the lines point. Okay. I I'm adding this to the list of questions to ask. About we'll ask Carlton and Damon about this exchange. Okay, good. And, and go, were, were they motivated or not? <laughs> but uh, yeah. So overall, um, overall, an okay episode. Yeah, I would say it was it was uh, better than the last one. Yeah. Um, like it had fun moments. Like I said, it did have that purpose of you know we get to, we get to see like Sawyer clank a beer can on a skull. Like <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best, one of the funniest like single shots with like no actors. You know, yeah. just, 
this hilarious, like, clink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hilarious. And, like, yeah, how often do you get to see that? Just him and Jen hanging out, like, that whole thing, you know, the, it's, it's but I don't know. Sorry to cut you off, but that, that, the Jen and Saeed, sorry, Sawyer hanging out, you know, the reason that's fun, I think is a lot, is very similar to the reason that when, when, when Kate and Sawyer play, I never is fun. Yeah. Where it's character, two characters, but it's like characters being sort of real, doing something sensible in the situation and relatable. And yeah. it's really weird because they try to have these other fun, fun moments. Of course, like in this episode, driving the, the van, which wasn't that interesting. Right. But then also like with the golf and with the poker, like these other scenes yeah. where they're trying to have people be fun. But I feel like those are not realistic in the situations. Right. Like, let's just play golf now. Like, why? Yeah. You know, but like if, if Saeed and Jen, sorry, Sawyer and Jen are, um, <laughs> Are waiting for Hurley to and 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 uh, Charlie to go on the errand and come back. Then yeah, what are they gonna do? But you know, and they had already set up Jen's trying to learn English. Right. Uh, they're drinking beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it just totally works. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there, there's just something like uh refreshing about that. After the last episode of, like, no moments like that. Zero moments like that. Yes. You know? Um, and, yeah, the, I don't know, the Moonlighter. And I had actually forgotten this. The ending is, like, a pretty good ending. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not, like, the all-time great, like, wow, it blew my mind. My brain's exploding. It's not that, but... It's good. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, like, something new's gonna happen, they get, they're bringing Danielle back into the picture. Yeah, like, Saeed and Locker engaged in it. Yeah, having, having this team, like, try to do something for Jack, like, that's really interesting and engaging, so. Yeah. And then, and then, and then Danielle is motivated. She's in there, yeah, like. Because, uh, she just heard about Alex, so. Exactly, which is, like, a huge thing that I think as soon as we saw X, we're, like, counting, like, okay, yes. when's Danielle actually gonna meet her? Yeah. You know, so this is moving in that direction as well. So, and when, I mean, whenever she's around, usually things get more interesting anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, she, she disappears and when she comes back, usually something's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't usually show up and just, you know. <laughs> she, yeah, she doesn't show up for the, uh, for the, uh, poker party. The poker party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She declined to participate. <laughs> <laughs> that invitation got lost in the mail. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not spectacular, but it was a step in the right direction for the last episode, I think. You know, I feel like, yeah, I agree. I, I, I feel like that when Trisha Tanaka gets killed by the meteor, I feel like that went unexplained, like uncommented upon. Yeah. Like no one ever like he told he told the mom what happened and I don't think she believed him. Yeah. Uh but like the fact that he didn't die is a check in the box that he's not cursed. Mm-hmm. Cause he would have gotten hurt. Uh but but I I guess the check in the box that he is cursed is that someone around him died and that his his new business got destroyed. But he's also got insurance. I don't know if it covers meteors, but uh <laughs> yeah, State Farm State Farm meteor insurance. <laughs> that seems like something 
that's probably usually not worth buying. Yeah, the, the agent's like, are you sure you want the meteor insurance? Because you'll probably never use it. It's $1,000 a month. We don't recommend it to anybody. Or at least like, you know, I'm going to need it one day. I think I'm, I'm cursed. So mm-hmm. give it to yeah. me. Yeah. No, I mean, that kind of goes along with what I was saying. Like, by they're trying to weave this episode within the numbers episode. Yeah. And that's sort of a bridge scene between the two. It's like, here's another crazy thing from the numbers that we didn't show you. But mm-hmm. really, this episode isn't about the numbers. It's about his dad. Yeah. You know, and like their relationship and Hurley having hope, you know. And so, like, they don't focus on the numbers. The numbers don't really matter. But that story is going on at the same time. And I think the way they weave it together is kind of clumsy. Yeah. And I think part of that is this big, insane thing happens, and then they don't really address it. Yeah. Because the episode isn't about that. They, they're they not focusing on that. They already did numbers, and in numbers, he's going on about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But they're doing it again, so he's got to yeah. be in it again, and... Yeah. 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 But I remember at the time thinking, like, it did feel kind of frivolous. Like, the numbers had this great mystery, and now it feels like they're just sort of a punchline. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm not really supposed to be invested in that mystery anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't help that the psychic uses them, mm-hmm. and, and that's all part of it, and she's scamming, yeah. you know, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, there's there's no, there's really no attempt to make anything in the flashback, like, you know, mythology, island relevance. Yeah. Like, it's all character stuff, which is fine. I mean, that's what flashbacks are about a lot of the time, but. You know what I just realized? Hurley's car, the one he was, has with his dad. Mm-hmm. Next time we see that car, it has the numbers on the odometer, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's not the next time we see it. I think that's a lot later. I think the next okay. time, it's a little confusing because I think, uh, the next time we see it is in flash forwards. And mm-hmm. I, and, and the flash forwards are told out of order. So that makes the whole thing a little confusing. Uh, because I think, uh, I, if I remember correctly, I think that uh, him seeing the numbers actually occurs before the next time we see it. <laughs> if that makes any sense, but it, okay. but it, but it, but it happens on screen after. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, no. Okay, so uh, I'll just spell it out. So the next time we see it is, I believe, I could be wrong, but I'm 99% sure the next time we see it is at the beginning of season four, and it's him uh, running away from the police. Yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. It's actually the first shot in season four is that car, yeah. like, crashing through the uh, the fruit or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think technically, uh, the scene you're talking about where he sees the numbers on the odometer, uh, we, that, that's later in the season. Uh, I think that might even be the finale when that scene happens. Uh, but I think in the timeline, it's before. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, that's interesting. But I think in the timeline, it's before that first scene where he's running from the police. Well, then that was, that kind of goes to what I was going to say, which was, um, he, this car's been on blocks the whole time. Yeah. So, 
it seems like it's very close to having the numbers on it by the time he sees the numbers. So like, that's a good point. I, my point was just that like, if he looked at the car now, like in this episode before it gets fixed, it's probably pretty close to the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, not a big point, but just, that just dawned on me. Um, I didn't think about that at all, but yeah, it's true. Cause like, uh, it's shortly after he gets back that he sees the numbers, then he starts to go crazy, he's having these visions of Charlie, and then eventually he oh, runs yeah. away from the cops and then they put him in, in the, back in the mental institution. And oh, basically God. he lives out most of his time in the mental institution. Wait, he starts seeing Charlie? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I feel like it's been so long since we've talked about that. <laughs> I forgot that that was a thing to even discuss. Yeah. So do we even, so I guess we'll get there. Um, no. uh, it's a whole thing season four, man. That's where the trouble really starts. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to think about that. Uh, uh, oh man! Between the cabin this at this season and then that stuff, I mean, we're getting into like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Hurley seeing Charlie is one of many uh, ah cross between pet peeves and unanswered questions that I have. Yeah. Because it shouldn't be Man in Black. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. But. But but but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we will, we will see it as we go, but, uh, I, I have an argument to make that, um, that it is a man in black. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be him? Yeah. I, well, the reason why it wouldn't be him is the rules they establish later. Yeah. But that and doesn't it, count. But it doesn't count because they have not established those rules yet. Yeah. And I think that it totally fits in with what they show in season four. Which mm-hmm. is, um, uh, you know, Tr- Hurley, Hurley sees Charlie. Charlie tells him he has to go back to the island and he tells him, uh, Jack's gonna have a visitor. Mm-hmm. Jack sees Christian. Uh, which is again, I think, Man in Black. Everything points to that. It's Christian on the island. It's Christian off the island. That's him drawing them back to the island. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah. We don't know why he's doing that yet, but I think it's totally consistent with him later, just that, well, technically he can't do that stuff. <laughs> why is he drawing them back to the island? To kill them. Why doesn't he kill them off the island? Uh, Good question. See, here's the thing, though. The answer to kill them is a later answer, so why is he drawing them back to the island in season four? I think is unknown. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Did the writers even know yet? Yeah. He's definitely drawing him back, though. But the thing is, though, I think that Man in Black, the smoke monster, was on Jacob's side back then. So I think Jacob was drawing them back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think it was supposed to be about Jacob's plan for them on the island. And they... That aspect of him being, him wanting to kill Jacob and he wants to leave and all that stuff. I mean, I think that, I think that comes into play later. I imagine something like, it's that until someone comes up with something better and eventually, you know, that story gets introduced. Yeah, cause I mean, oh god, Man in Black and Jacob should have known that them coming back to the island was gonna lead to all the 70s stuff. 
Yeah. And I think, I mean, according to, according to season five, uh, Man in Black did know about that. Yeah. Um, I think. <laughs> Cause he sort of manipulates the time travel. So he yeah. knew it was happening. Um, however, I will say that in season four, we do have, uh, Richard, uh, visiting Locke when he's born. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's kind of an early, indicator i mean that could have gone in other directions but you know it's an early indicator of the time travel if you want to take Mm -hmm. it that way yeah um uh however uh that episode is after the rider strike hiatus and my theory and this is something that uh we could definitely ask Damon and Carlton, if we ever get them on, my theory is that a lot of ideas were formed during the Rider Strike hiatus. That they came back and they either they went in a different direction or they firmly decided on a direction. Yeah. Because I think what happens after the break it represents something quite distinct from what they were doing before the mm-hmm. hiatus. Because I think they had to, like, they had to streamline, and I think it made them focus. And we know also from Battlestar Galactica, which was ending uh, this at the same time as, as season four of Lost, that the writer strike made him rethink what he was doing. Yeah. You know, and he went in a completely different direction. And I, I feel like that, I feel like something happened during that writer strike that, explains why things kind of go in a different direction from what's suggested in the early part of season four. We'll see. Oh, we will see. We'll see if that holds up. But I feel like, you know, episodes like The Other Woman that happened before the writer's strike, like, make more sense when you realize, like, oh, they never paid it off because they decided not to. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Interesting. Like they decided it didn't matter. And so yeah, I, I think Jacob and the man in black, like they were two separate characters. They were hanging out in the cabin. It was Jacob's cabin. And you know, the smoke monster, the man in black is working for Jacob. He's, he's speaking on his behalf, you know, like all that was, I think intended to be real at a certain point. And then they decided, no, it's more interesting if he's lying. So you don't think it was that Man in Black and Jacob were one person? No, I think they were separate. Okay. I, I think Man in Black. Well, okay. I should I should back that up. The smoke monster I was yes. was separate from Jacob. I'm yes. not sure. I'm not sure that the Man in Black existed. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like there was there was there was Jacob, and then there was well, there's Smokey, which is its own thing. Yeah. And then there's Jacob. Yeah. And I think somewhere along the way, yeah, and I think somewhere along the way, they, they turned Smokey into a person. Yeah. And I think, I think Man in Black became more like what Jacob was originally. And then Jacob. Yeah, and then they, and then they said Jacob was just hands off the whole time. That's why Jacob's hands off the whole time because they gave all of his previous yeah. And motivations and actions. Uh, motivations, manipulations. Yeah, exactly. And then they say, well, what was he doing this whole time? Oh, he was standoffish, so he didn't Because nothing. he doesn't get involved. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's why that sucks. I think... <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a conversation that happened. Yeah. You know, where it was like this. And I think I think maybe it came down to, like, what what is Jacob doing What's his plan? Why is he bringing him back to the island? And I yeah. think I think they got stuck there. 
And this answer forced them to change what the characters were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah, makes... that's why, yeah, that's why it's like a, um, what do you, not a singularity, it's kind of like a singularity, but what do you call it when, uh, um, like a decision point or something? I don't know, I don't know what the word is, but it like, is, you uh, know. A uh, tipping point? That's not exactly what I mean, oh. uh, but it's something like that where, you know, uh, the, if you go beyond, before that point, you can't really decide what happens, you know, so I'm basically saying like, uh, the point where they made this decision, you know, when you look back at the early cabin stuff, you can't really just say that that's Jacob. Right. It doesn't make sense that that's Jacob because of what comes later. Right. You right. know, but you can't say it's man in black because of what they were doing at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, like, what I imagine, it, yeah, because he, he didn't really exist in his current form, like, it's just kind of impossible to read back into their earlier selves. Mm-hmm. But I, I think my theory, especially now, like, armed with this, it's that until someone, t- you know, beats it. Like, yeah. I think it was Jacob in the cabin until they decided that someone beat it with, yeah. no, it wasn't. Yeah. You know? And so then the question is, was it Jacob in the cabin or not? It's sort of, yeah, it's almost like yes and no. Yeah, it's, it's Schrodinger's cabin. Exactly. I've talked about that before. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Exactly. And I think there are a good number of, like, our hangups with the show that can be traced to something like this. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, it, it was something else or it was tentatively something else. And then they fixed an idea and it forced them to do some retconning, you know, but I think they always wrote it in such a way that, uh, it was kind of plausible, you know, Mm -hmm. like they made things vague enough that they could kind of throw all kinds of stories in there and it would sort of work. Yeah. You know, and I, I think they did a pretty good job of that, but I think it, it shows up in certain frustrations. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll be, I'm sure, bringing that topic back up. Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see if that bears out as we actually go through that time period and try, I'll try to like watch it from, you know, thinking about whether that makes sense or not. But that's, that's been, Something, I mean, it's, it's been slightly changing over time, but that's, that's the kind of thing I've been thinking for, um, a while about, about that period. Mm-hmm. And like why things, things seem to be this way and suddenly, suddenly they're totally different. It's like they didn't have a plan. Exactly. It's like they were dead the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Alright, well, uh, cool. Purgatory. What uh, word? Best answer ever. Yep. You, you don't even have to watch the show, guys. You can guess it from the premise. That's it. That's it. Um. All right. Well, uh, anything else on uh, Trisha Tanaka is DOA. <laughs> um. No, I think that's it. Good episode. Can't wait for the next one. Things are getting good. Yeah, I think we're we're out of the season three slump. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it really, it's mostly those first six, it, within the first six. Um, yeah. And, and then Stranger Strange Land. <laughs> yeah, which is kind uh, of like, uh, sort of a,
part of the first six. You know, it's the same yeah. world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it hasn't. They haven't kicked it to the second gear yet. So. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Ada seventy seven being good and uh, Para Beyond being weird. Yeah, and then Man from Tallahassee being good and yeah. then Expose being weird. Really weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, but uh, yeah, no. Season three gets pretty consistently good after this. Yeah, being, once you know when they have a driving force, it's it's usually interesting. It's Actually, just yeah, when there's nothing going on, that's when it. You <laughs> they know. don't know what to do because nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. I, I think yeah, I think from here on out, I mean, not all the episodes are brilliant or anything, but it's just that the bad ones are more like bad. Not bad, but just weak in the in the way the show usually is, you know. Yeah. I mean, there are season one episodes that are not as good as others, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more in line with that instead of being this like completely other level of like tedium that was Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Cool. Well, uh, that's it. I think that's it. All right, until next time, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.